Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the second book of Kings, chapter 2, from verse 1 to verse 14. This is the farewell of Elijah. This is the departure of Elijah, who is now taken up to heaven by the Lord in the presence of Elisha. And so Elijah is aware that his time on earth has come to an end. And he goes to this young man, Elisha, and he says to him, remain here as the Lord has sent me. And he, he, he calls, he sent him to, to Jordan, he had sent him to Bethel, and he named many other places that the Lord had sent him. But the, the, the crux of the matter was Elijah asking Elisha to remain so that he may go in peace because he knew in, 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 in himself that he was not coming back. And Elisha somehow had some knowledge as the prophet of God that his master was going to leave him, that the Lord was going to take his master. And this is also confirmed by the other prophets that he meets in Bethel because they go to him and they tell him, are you aware that the Lord is going to take Elijah today? And he says, yes, I'm aware, but just be silent about it. And that's something I want to talk about today, death. I want to talk about death. Death is a reality that will hit all of us. For some, it is something that will happen in the near future. For some, it is something that will happen in a faraway future. But there's one thing that we are all certain of that we shall die. What is death? I don't think that death is an end in itself. If we read the scriptures, the person of Jesus Christ has made death into a transition into a new life, a new state of being. Death worries quite a number of people because it always arouses in us different emotions. When we lose someone we love, we ask ourselves a lot of questions. Could there have been something else that I could have done in order to prevent this? Was there something else that I could have done in order to make the situation better, especially if there was a sudden death, unprepared death, one always asks, where was God? If there was a tragic death out of an accident, where was the hand of God in all of this? And so death, as much as we know that will always happen to all of us, it always leaves us to a large degree shattered, confused, and not knowing how to deal with the reality that has come into our own lives. St. Paul has spoken and written a lot about death. He says, if we have died with Christ, then we shall rise with him. St. Paul argues and he says, if Jesus Christ 
had not risen from the dead, then our life and our faith is useless. And so we have found that the resurrection of Jesus Christ has given meaning into our faith, has given meaning into our lives. And so when Elijah knew that he was going to be taken up to heaven to leave Elisha behind, I want to argue and presuppose that he also felt for Elisha, that he was leaving him behind, and that how will Elisha be able to cope with himself when he's left all alone? And sometimes we can share the same feelings as parents when we worry about our children. What will become of them when I'm dead? What will become of this family when I'm gone? But I find absolute faith in God, trust in him who has died and resurrected. That as Elijah is taken up to heaven, it gives us what death is all about. It is us being taken up to heaven. Yes, we may be taken up in different forms at different times, but the reality it is a transition in which we are being prepared to meet our maker, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the saints, those whom we've known and loved. And so in the person of Elijah, we see the reality of who we are destined to be. But also we see in the conversation between Elijah and Elisha, that sometimes there is no need to be afraid. We need to trust that God has everything under control. We need to trust in the divine providence. We need to trust that God knows what is going on. We need to trust that God cares as much as he does for the one who is being taken up to heaven and he cares for those who remain here on earth. And God provides. He never leaves us orphans. He never leaves us abandoned. He always journeys with us. The other thing that I also find absolutely powerful in the relationship of Elijah and Elisha, even at the point of the departure of Elijah, is that Elisha holds on to the coat of Elijah. But he holds on to the faith of his father. He holds on to the faith of his master. And so too in our own lives. I think the greatest gift that we can ever give to our children is the gift of faith. The greatest gift, the greatest inheritance we can ever give to our families is the gift of our faith. To share with them what we've known so that when we are gone, they can always go back and say, this is the faith of my father. This is the faith of my mother. This is the faith that has kept us going. Go back to the scriptures and see how Elijah and Elisha cross the river. 
Elijah takes off his coat and he hits the waters of the river and they are divided and they walk on dry ground. And this is exactly what Elisha will do on his way back when Elijah had gone. At times we do things in front of our children and sometimes we think they do not notice. They see us pray. They see us go to mass. They see us having a relationship with God. They see us opening the scriptures. They see us doing things that help us to be. And I want to believe that there comes a time when they are all alone and they are probably in need and we are not with them. And they go back to say, what will mom have done in this situation? What will dad have done in this situation? And so without us knowing, we are giving them a reason to go on. We are giving them tools to work in their own lives and to realize that faith is never limited by death. That faith continues even when we are no longer with them in the physical sense of the word. And so we pray for ourselves as we pray for the world. To those who've lost their loved ones, know that you have not lost them they are now in the presence of God. And know that you are never alone, for God is always with us. Yes, it may be painful. Yes, it may be confusing. Yes, it may be a trying time. But God remains the anchor of our lives. For those who are terrified, who are frightened, who do not know what tomorrow will bring, there is no need to be afraid. Behold, I am with you till the end of time. Go back to Jesus when the disciples wake him up on the boat and they say, Lord, Lord, do you not care? And he says to them, where is your faith? And he gets up and he silences the storm. And he says, be quiet. There may be many storms in your life. There may be many storms in your family, but the one who's able to silence every storm is also able to bring peace in your life. There is no need to be afraid. There is no need to give up. The God who created you, the God who has nourished you, the God who has led you will remain faithful to you despite everything else in life. May our lady, our mother, queen of heaven, pray with us. Pray for our loved ones. May almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.